0: Hello and welcome to the Screen Chronicles. I'm Colby. With me, as always, is Steve, and we're coming at you today with the Mandalorian season two, episode four recap, review, breakdown. It gives us a lot to talk about. Yeah. And before we get into the nitty gritty details, I say we kind of start off with a uh, a non spoiler review,
1: and then we'll jump right into it. Yeah. So. I really thought we were gonna get some more building stuff this episode and it started out like we weren't going to. Exactly. And then we definitely did. <laughs> we did. <laughs> um,
0: I was a little worried at the beginning. So I saw that the episode was called The Siege. And I was like, That's epic. Mm-hmm. You know, we love our um medieval sieges in our other shows that we we enjoy watching. So I was like, The Siege, that sounds awesome. The beginning kind of started a little bit playful, a little bit goofy. Um, We'll get into why. And I was kind of thinking like, oh, is this going to be kind of a throwaway episode? Um, Just to kill time. Turned out it was not. Yeah. The the beginning was a little goofy, um, but it turned into a pretty rocking episode. A pretty good episode if you're into Star Wars lore and theories. Because there's definitely dives into some theories that connect... Uh, the trilogies, too, I would say, yeah, yeah, definitely
1: we a lot of people were thinking uh, that the fifth episode was going to be the one where Ahsoka shows up, so if you had watched the third episode of the season they they name drop her at the end of there, so a lot of people were thinking oh that 's his next trip then, but then I was kind of thinking, and I think a lot of other people too, when they heard that. Dave Filoni was directing the fifth episode and that Carl Weathers was directing this one and Mm -hmm. Dave Filoni wrote the fifth episode that we were like all right well that's probably going to be the Ahsoka one
0: right because Dave
1: Filoni uh, was the Clone Wars guy yeah so where Ahsoka was the main character Mm -hmm. so I think a lot of people were thinking maybe we're going to get another you know not Uh, overarching plot sort of episode you know as some people would say a throwaway episode but even the ones that people say are throwaway that don't push the the plot I still enjoy I still enjoyed the the ice planet spider thing and yeah and I think that that episode the characters that it sets up kind of are going to be important too for the plot of this season uh, who are you talking about
0: the pilots the pilots yeah uh, yeah, we'll, we'll talk more about that because we get to meet another one of those pilots uh, in this, or meet him again in this episode. Yeah. Um, so
1: I don't know if I have anything else to say for the spoilers. Do you? No, no. I Generally, a, I liked just... it. So yeah. I, I think we need to get into the spoilers so we can talk about this stuff yeah. we're, we're covering up here. So spoiler alert. Let's get
0: into it. This episode again kind of starts a little bit goofy a little bit funny like for example first of all we get an awesome we get to meet Cara Dune again yes. um, and she has like an amazing entrance to the season I was kind of wondering when she was gonna show up I thought uh, yeah, she I is one of the faces
1: it. of the show and she wasn't in the first three episodes yeah, I thought there were going to be some main characters throughout the whole season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was kind of like, when, when are they? When are we going to get you know Carl Weathers and Gina Carano back, or yeah. our grief car guy and Cara Dune?
0: Yeah, we get to meet her, and she just goes ham on these butt chin people.
1: <laughs> I was going to say these these Balchinians. <laughs> these, as, oh, yeah, <laughs> as they're called in uh, Men in Black. <laughs> He's a Balchinian.
0: <laughs> and they were just some outlaws from the planet. Um, where she's is...
1: the type of aliens that were like hassling Luke. Remember, the, like, there was like one so. ugly guy, and then there was mm-hmm. another alien with. I think he was a, a butt chinian. Yeah, I think I think it's the same species. I, th- I was like, they look familiar, you yeah. know.
0: I think it is the same the same species, and uh, she kicks their butts. Oh my god! Yeah, she goes ham, and this little ferret meerkat <laughs> mix is also just like they're trying to eat it they're just trying to eat it they were just gonna <laughs> chop its head
1: off just
0: like they're like come here come here oh you're gonna be so tasty it was like a little bit like
1: oh yeah it's like, and it's why like, didn't they just get a real ferret because it looked so much like a ferret you know and like it looked so <laughs> puppety too looked like a taxidermy it looks <laughs> yeah. you know,
0: taxidermied sometimes but yeah, it looked like a taxidermy ferret <laughs> hey man there's everything in space all right
1: yeah that's just it's- they could have everything we have, but apparently that thing breathes fire. Oh damn!
0: <laughs> it does. I saw, I saw this in one of the um, um, Star Wars theory videos. Yeah, and they show that one of the guy's faces is burnt when they're leaving, and I guess there's some legend thing when this creature is not. It's not like the first time this creature appears, and it's been known to breathe fire.
1: Huh. I did. So I'm gonna have to go back and so watch a little. That yeah
0: well yeah it um i don't think they show it breathing fire in the episode but, but they do you- show some guys face burnt
1: oh okay
0: like when they're leaving so um again that's that. a little bit of conjecture that's just a little bit of like did they actually use legends or was that just a blast from cara dune you know did she just blast someone in the face i
1: don't know yeah she's and she's operating too. Cara Dune Gina Carano is operating as the marshal now yeah for the 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 planet that they originally are first Navarro yeah and and I can believe she kicks some ass first of all she was UFC or MMA of some level I don't know if it was UFC back then yeah she was fighting but uh like and she's a built chick. Like, <laughs> is it me
0: or does she look like even bigger this season? I, I was gonna say she looks, she looks a little looks more built.
1: So big, like this season. Like, I was like, yeah, she could probably she could probably kick some dudes' asses. Yeah. For <laughs> <you>. <laughs> I mean, I, one of the
0: points of this is she needed like Mando's help to do what they do later, which we'll talk about. I was like, why do you need his help? I, that's what look I was. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we we come to find out a little bit later is that she is now the marshal here. She's working with Kreef Karga, um, where he is. What's what's his role on the planet? What would you call it? I'm not even I, sure. He's. I guess he's, he's just like, running things, though.
1: He runs. He runs shit. He runs um, shit. He and, was la- he was the head of the guild before mm-hmm. in the first season, and now mm-hmm. he he seems like he's just sort of the guy who's like leading the renovations for the planet, essentially. Yep. You know. Yep,
0: and they're trying to clean stuff up they're trying to clean everything up which is funny because like he was like an outlaw kind of like bounty hunter guy
1: Uh at the guild um but you know he's uh i still think he is still pretty like profit and that motivated you know he's yeah he when they when they finally meet mando and they bring him on they say hey you know we need you to destroy this last imperial base it'll it'll get rid of the last imperial thing but then he says you know so that sounds like all good and yeah good motivations and everything but then he's like but then our trade will increase and we'll be a, a solid trade planet blah 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 and like oh, yeah so it, so. It, it, it's still money in that which yeah is, I mean that's We're how most committed. people are though in the show even like uh, uh, Bo-Katan you know she's like I want to restore Mandalore or whatever but then she's willing to you know screw over other people who help her out you know what I mean and totally so totally. like everyone's kind of got their own thing which I like because everyone yeah, no one's Star- just perfect. Star Wars
0: always has the politics built in which is which is cool adds another dimension to the show yeah. so anyway we get to go back and remember Mando's ship's been through a lot this season so he's still trying to make repairs and <laughs> there's like a small little um, chute that has some wires down at the far end that Mando needs his baby Yoda to crawl into and fix and <laughs> this was kind of a weird funny scene that was cute but also like I was was like, to me was like is-
1: guardians of the galaxy too when yeah. when they're having Groot uh yeah. like um especially when he's like holding the bomb but then anytime like rocket was trying to have Groot do something like when he was trying to like had him go get the the fin for i forget the blue guy's name but like he kept coming back with the hondu? wrong thing that's it hondu he kept coming back with the wrong thing like he came back with like yeah. a guy's hand one time and yeah, stuff like that.
0: <laughs> yeah. It's like Baby Yoda is being trusted to fix. It just shit.
1: kind of blows
0: my mind a little bit, but Baby Yoda is being trusted to connect some wires back there, and I guess it must not have been that important, but because <laughs> he messed
1: up, he crosses the fuses or whatever, and
0: and Mando is just so like frustrated trying to get him no. The, the blue wire where the red one was and the red one where the blue one was. But like he starts rambling on and like I'm starting to get confused a little bit what he's saying. <laughs> and Baby Yoda is just like holding these things. No, don't put them together. <laughs> um, what do you think? This is kind of funny. I thought a it was funny. I like it. But like
1: I said, I, it, it felt so Guardians of the Galaxy to me. And there's another it scene was... later, too, when they're flying the ship, which was awesome, too, by the way. I love the music when that was happening and all that stuff. But mm-hmm. Baby Yoda, like, throws up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Same thing, like, that Baby Group did when they, like, did the time warp thing. Oh, yeah. Or not, the, not time warp, but they, they tried to make too many jumps at once. And, like, they passed, like, Stan Lee and all these other crazy planets, and they got, like, scrambled. And at the end, he just kind of, eh! and it's just yeah. this green throw up. But mm-hmm. for Baby Yoda, he had, like, this blue yeah. throw up because he's eating the the blue it's a good point that's uh, a good point yeah i don't know i was just like Um, this feels like it's definitely it doesn't group
0: it feels a little bit not mando mandalorian style it felt like a different comedy style for the mandalorian yeah i would say it's funny but it was still funny i'm open to that i know every episode has different directors um carl weathers did this one i'm totally open to that so anyway (laughs) yeah he, he zaps himself Baby Yoda. <laughs> he
1: was just so cute though the whole time. Mm-hmm. You know? He must be so we know he's fairly intelligent then. If he's able to move wires wow. and listen to directions and stuff. Well,
0: yeah. I don't know how intelligent he is. I intelligent mean intelligent
1: enough to know no for don't eat the eggs, you know. <laughs> he's not that smart. <laughs> he kept eating those eggs, dude. That's what I'm saying. He should have been able to understand no for that. Yeah. Um but I, you know what else I thought was cool though after this uh, Mando like lifts up his helmet for a drink yes which yes. was another thing too I was like how does the dude eat when he's around people then you know so
0: they're answering all, all they must have watched our podcast from
1: oh no <laughs> it's like because um, our season one it came out right before the first right episode came out so they're like they, all right guys we got to revise some episodes yeah exactly all the screen chronicles <laughs> season one yeah these are the they want to like, know
0: they want to know how mando eats they want to know um why some mandalorians take the masks off or not so that's why we need to go back and make these last minute edits before the release and they did and you know props to them you're welcome Disney. Them. you're welcome yeah uh, <laughs> now these are questions that everybody had i think after season one and i like how they're like addressing them head on yeah and know? he just
1: lifts up a little bit just like to hear
0: so yeah. is this a, is this showing that he is becoming a little bit more comfortable around baby yoda or maybe even that after meeting those other mandalorian and realizing that there is another way to be a true mandalorian that he's still not going to take the helmet off but he's going to do a little bit more than he's ever done before
1: yeah I, i was i was wondering both of those things too or is he just like is it okay to eat you know, is it okay to lift it up, maybe, feet or something? You know. Yeah, is that? <laughs> I, I don't know. When he first did it, I was just like,
0: whoa, like too much. <laughs> it's like in high school when like um like a girl like wears like a spaghetti strap instead. Of, oh yeah. Yep. They're like, whoa. The teacher's like, whoa, 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 <laughs> too much skin. <laughs> put that shoulder away. Put that shoulder away, Mando. Put that chin away. No,
1: um,
0: but it was cool to see. It was cool to see.
1: Yeah, I don't and- know because I, I definitely think his beliefs might be challenged at some point you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. we might see him take the helmet off because that was definitely a little arc in the first season with you know the the fourth the fourth episode there when he was mm-hmm. when he first met Cara Dune which again it's the fourth episode he's meeting Cara Dune again so I don't yeah. know let's be call back to that I guess but we'll
0: see if she's uh, gonna show up again in the season but um, I hope so she's pretty awesome yeah I but, think she will because oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to what happened yeah. at the end of the episode.
1: But anyway, um, back back to what I was saying though is he uh, like he met that one woman who was you know instantly in love with him you know when he first met her and yeah and uh, he was debating maybe taking off the helmet staying there but he had to keep going you know what I mean and and then at the end too he decided to lift up his helmet to let the droid save his life and uh, now he's meeting Mandalorians who are they can just take their helmet off whenever. So I don't know if that's going to be something that changes what he thinks, you know, maybe, or maybe he
0: just feels that near baby Yoda, he can do those things. That too. That too. Maybe, you know, we'll find out as, as that develops, we'll find out. But basically he says, you know, we need, before we can go, he doesn't say this (laughs) before (sighs) we can go meet Ahsoka, whichever all the fans want to see, we need to go um, get help from our friends on Navarro, get our ship fixed. So they go down there, and there's kind of like a nice reunion between uh, Kreef Karga and Kara Dune. And, and I feel like everybody is highlighting how cute Baby Yoda is this season in the show. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's like everyone who sees Baby Yoda in the show is like, oh, he's actually so cute. He is like, so Kreef Karga does that like immediately. He's like, give me him. <laughs> he like takes him.
1: And... Which is funny, too, because my, even my girlfriend said this you know from the first season, he was the one who was like, turn that baby over, Mando. Given yeah. to us, you know what I mean? <laughs> Remember, uh,
0: yo, baby or uh, the child saved him,
1: yeah, but he did even last step, his you know. life
0: though, yeah, saved his life, so he's got to force heal, and that, and that like changed that, changed Kreef Karga at yeah. the time, it kind of like shifted his alliances, and because yeah, he was going
1: to betray them, yeah, right? he was going to. They show these repair guys though, yeah, and they're definitely shady, you know, guys, and it's just like is no one looking over there and seeing them he's how just like well they look right now yeah. yeah yeah one even made
0: like a snake sound when it turned around yeah <laughs> like bad guy noise. snakes equal bad evil things in, in shows and movies okay yeah. so um
1: i have to say like right here from like when he first got outside of town to me the effects looked kind of wonky oh yeah yeah to me like i could tell that it was like they have like these projection screens i guess but like to me i was just like it kind of just looks like a little like wonky in the background or something i don't know like didn't okay. the distance look weird i don't know that was, that was the first time because normally okay. like i feel like the effects this season have been like a step up from the first yeah
0: season. and i would even say in the second half of this episode it's like an extra step up oh yeah well, well definitely talk about second. that but okay that's interesting i'll have to go back and watch that part yeah,
1: it just looked a little wonky to me i don't um, know
0: why watch with a little bit more critical eye that part but um yeah he's like i'll get my two best guys on it and he turns around <laughs> to these to the first two guys he sees <laughs> <You> guys <laughs> fix the ship 100 hey. <laughs> percent. love how easy it is for them to fix the ship
1: like, yeah it's just like <laughs> when when the calamari dude just like put ropes on it
0: <laughs> he's just like when he saw the ship he was like yeah there ain't no way dude like <laughs> i don't even know if i can fuel your ship with gas man yeah they go into the town at this point of the episode i'm thinking like okay we're getting some nostalgia like some uh we're we're meeting
1: people again season one
0: okay nothing's stuff yeah nothing's really happening yet we bring baby yoda to this classroom where there's like a protocol droid like Mm c3po teaching all these kids and it's kind of cool to see that kids like kreef karga's started a school on the planet you know he's talking about all these great things he's done for the planet how Kara's been cleaning up the streets. We get this scene with Baby Yoda. Kara uh, Dunes like, yeah, you can keep him here. We we don't want to take him where we're going. Um, he'll be safe here. Yeah, my word. And Mando trusts her. Mm. And we get this scene where Baby Yoda is in class and all the kids are snickering because he's cute and stuff. <laughs> and, and the protocol droid's up there just trying to teach class. And Baby Yoda sees this kid snacking
1: on some blue some people pan. are saying macaroons macaroons i guess yeah. I, I don't know why ma- i guess macaroons. to me have you ever seen an oreo that's like dipped in like chocolate or like mm-hmm. deep fried that's what something? it looked like to me yeah. it looked kind of like that but blue because mm-hmm. people eat and drink blue things in star wars yeah yeah <laughs> you you going have some milk in the morning it's gonna be blue instead yeah. you you going have some whiskey it's gonna be blue you know yeah. like that's the way it is it's
0: just the way it is and so baby yoda like this kid just eating and he sees this baby Yoda puts out his little hand the kid's just like no this is my blue oreo macaroon mixture that i'm snacking on you get out of here you know we all know that kid in class who's the moocher you know what i'm saying you got a pack of gum you got to sneak it in you got to sneak it in your mouth because you know that kid's gonna go hey can i have a piece of gum
1: piece remember the time i gave you gum three years ago remember that (laughs) Mm
0: -hmm. there's always that kid in class and baby Yoda is that kid in this class yes so
1: <laughs> baby yoda is just a gluttonous dude you know what i mean know. he cannot be satisfied he's he always satisfied.
0: eating i know anyway the kid says no and baby yoda uses the force which also made me think like okay if i had the force i would totally be doing that stuff all the time
1: <laughs> oh my god like I'm so glad I'm
0: the force. <laughs> i would just, just the see that like the kid like all the time just a kid two rows away has juicy fruit in their back pocket and just be like give me that juicy fruit you know (laughs) at lunch I'd just be stealing kids mozzarella sticks.
1: you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I'd always (laughs) have like the the force music uh, song play though like the music I was playing when When Luke Luke was on Dagobah. uh...
0: (laughs) (laughs) I wish they made it that dramatic.
1: (laughs) every time. every time I was like gonna steal someone's food. (laughs) you
0: mean like the same song they replayed in rise of skywalker when Luke brought the ship out? yeah. They yep, play the yep, same song,
1: yeah,
0: yep, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> That's hilarious. Um, so anyway, Baby Yoda steals it, and he's just going to be munching on those the rest of the episode. Really, <laughs>
1: yeah. it was really cool too. I saw, I saw this in someone else though, or or a meme or something. They there was the statue of the IG yes. droid that helped, uh, who sacrifices life essentially at the end of the, this, yeah, we, the first
0: season. We think it's IG Eleven. Yeah. I'm pretty the, sure that make that would make sense that Kreef Karga would have like a monument to him.
1: Yeah, after he sacrificed statue of him out in the, like the center yeah. of the that's cool. Yeah, that was pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, I saw that. I like that. It's it has its own uh, mythology now. This show has its own. Yeah, history and that's not that something
0: that's not something they showed a shot of. That was just in the background.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: I love that. I love those little details. Yeah, that's fantastic.
1: Yeah, but so then Mando goes with. The two of them then to uh, grief's place, and we see the blue guy who I thought was done yeah. forever. That Mando captured in the first episode the of the very season first one. time we meet Mando, he captured this dude, and he just like does like the equivalent of like shitting his pants <laughs> when he sees Mando.
0: <laughs> he shivers for real. He like
1: <laughs> just, I don't
0: know. yeah, it like sends s- like ice particles off of him. Well, like how, how squids like, a mist... like shoot
1: ink. You know what yeah. I mean? Like when they when they get scared. He just shudders, oh. like yeah. That was cool. Like shot out some stuff. I like that. <laughs> that was funny.
0: I just think of like the creative team at Disney coming up with these things.
1: Mm.
0: That's that's got to be so much fun. That's got to be so much fun. Anyway, so he's pretty much the same kind of guy. He was actually about. He was talking about the ship. He's like, the ship's not registered, but I think it belongs to. And Mando walks in, and he's like, oh, oh, oh crap. <laughs> you know. Um. Remember, this guy was frozen in carbonite. Yeah. And he still has lingering effects. I guess he's blind in one eye.
1: He says he can't see out of one eye yeah, still.
0: Yeah, which is, it goes back to Episode uh, Six, on um, Return of the Jedi, when Han Solo talks about how he lost his vision for a few hours after being unfrozen from the carbonite.
1: Yeah, but he still managed to kill Boba Fett. <laughs> uh, no, he didn't. Oh, no, he didn't. He did now he killed Boba Fett. Now he hasn't. Yeah.
0: Um, but i feel like that happens in star wars a lot you think what? something's happened
1: you know what i mean and then they bring him back and then they bring him back like darth maul they bring it back it's it's like comic it is, books it's like yeah. comic books they're like we'll i'm a little bit Superman.
0: more i'm a little bit more okay with this one just because of how lame his death was yeah yeah uh the darth maul one i still sometimes have trouble accepting because that was such an amazing moment for obi-wan kenobi it was such a monumental moment to defeat a Sith Lord. Yeah, yeah, and then to bring him back. Of course, he's never the same after that.
1: It um, kind of delegitimizes that feat that he did at the end of Episode One when he killed him. He he passed. He like got to skip the trials then for becoming a Jedi, and you know it was for Qui Gon and and it really goes to show like Obi Wan's ability to beat up Sith. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh-huh so the they rebel still has him kill darth maul and he has him kill him like in lightning quick which was pretty cool but like i still feel weird about darth maul being back he was an awesome yeah. character again he was one i wanted more of because of how cool he looked and how awesome he moved and ray park the guy who who played him flipping yeah. around and stuff like he was definitely someone i wanted more of But it still feels weird that he brought him back
0: maybe if they hadn't had his death in episode one in such like a okay nobody survives that kind of way cut
1: in half and thrown down a bottomless pit (laughs) you know what i mean so anyway but but Uh, boba fett like you go into a creature that takes a thousand years to digest like
0: you never know i mean a crate dragon could come out of nowhere at any time and and change things up you know what i'm saying I, I can buy that.
1: <laughs> I buy that. I buy statistically, that. it makes sense.
0: It's Statistically, it's more... Yeah, and it's more... Uh, Palpatine, problem. too.
1: While, while we're talking uh-huh. about uh, yes. people being brought back, Palpatine was brought back. In and it the sort of...
0: Dele- well, we're going to talk a little bit about this in the, from yeah. this Mando episode. Yeah, so That's we're right. going to get to that, too. But yeah, you're right. It kind of delegitimizes like Luke yeah. and Darth Vader's Luke arc. and Darth Vader... Um,
1: what they did at the end of I'm, Return of the Jedi. I'm with, you. I'm with you, bro. Listen to our sequel talk. Listen to the sequel talk. We could, ran this. This. <laughs> we could rant about this. We could rant about this all day. We, it was over three hours, so we definitely could. That was after it was edited down. <laughs> <laughs>
0: we love Star Wars.
1: So anyway, um But they grief is like, hey, we yeah. gotta get rid of this Imperial base. There's only like two stormtroopers there again. Yeah, I said there's a
0: skeleton crew. Scru- uh, a skeleton crew that mostly it's abandoned, right? Yeah.
1: So, but they been, don't right? know what
0: it was for. Easy job.
1: Yeah. They drive there.
0: Mando you know. just says yes to everyone. He's just I like, know. yeah, he helps, helps out everybody. Yeah. You no. Know? So yeah, they get there and they use the guy's speeder. The blue guy. His name's um, is it Mithral? Yeah, that's it. And uh he's just complaining the whole time. He's like. He's, he's he's got a 350 years of servitude to uh, Kreef Karga, uh, <laughs> following being unfrozen from Carbonite.
1: Yeah, I think he stole from grief. I, I yeah. think is what he did. Yeah, and I think that's why like he owns him now. <laughs> yeah. So so they so they get there though, and they they have him unlock the door, which is why they brought him. And Mando's like like looking up up top and he's just like you know what i don't have to wait on the elevator i can just go there and so he goes there and he throws off a stormtrooper i love that it's like okay there are stormtroopers here you
0: know what i mean Mm -hmm. it's like all right Mm -hmm.
1: it just it was like all right it's not gonna be as easy as you thought yeah and then it's funny too because they they get the elevator open then they go up but then the blue guy's like i'm gonna wait here and they first got him to like go there, they're like, Well take off ten years 100. or a hundred
0: a hundred years off of your um I don't know, or indentured sentence. servitude or whatever. <laughs> and it's like it's like dang, that's a good deal. <laughs> that's a good deal, man. All you gotta do is drive to the front door.
1: <laughs> he didn't <laughs> really get... give him an option though. <laughs> <laughs> then they get there and as they're like going in, they're like, Yeah, you can wait out here, but then the lava after we blow this place up is gonna melt you and you're gonna die. <laughs> And he's just like, he's like, all right, I'll go with you. But then they knew that all along. So like <laughs> they either knew that he was gonna melt or that he was gonna have to come with them. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah.
0: But they get to the top, and Mando's taking care of business on kind of the uh I guess that's like the launch platform there. Yeah. Just um, bodies. Which by the way, <laughs> I love this setting. Yeah. this reminded me a lot of um kind of a jedi fallen order type feel yes, yes uh level like um i can't remember the name of the planet but where like you know the, which planet is it where it's got like the imperial bases just throughout kind yeah. of built into the mountains
1: and was it z zenith zepho zepho yeah it was
0: like on zepho
1: yeah there was there was like ice parts there was grass parts there was also like
0: mountainous there was like terrain black,
1: like granite looking rock with Mm -hmm. yeah all the stormtrooper base i got the same vibe
0: i got yeah it just kind of felt like we're in a in a level of jedi fallen order and i i've seen other people compare it to other star wars video games but that's what it felt like Mm -hmm. it's like this was made for like a star wars video game and that's pretty awesome i love the planet
1: i love there's different You know, uh, environments on it. Even though it's a giant rockish sort of lava planet, you know, it still has slightly different environments, which I think is more realistic than one entire sand dune planet or one entire ice planet, you know? Yeah. At least it has some varied stuff to it. Yeah. Absolutely. And so when
0: you go into this place, it looks pretty much like an imperial kind of base, which is always a cool design inside. Yeah it's got that
1: classic feel to it yeah
0: and sure enough there's just stormtroopers walking around and a couple walk by and they're able to sneak by them without them even noticing it's like dudes don't don't you guys have any gut intuition like there's people walking behind me right now like (laughs) stormtroopers (laughs) stormtroopers Stormtroopers, man man.
1: stormtroopers and there was there was a few uh, what's it uh, oh my gosh a new hope there's a few new hope references too so they get to the place where they want to basically self-destruct this facility and they you just turn off the like the lava regulator thing oh, of course. which is like remember like in revenge of the sith too there's an option to turn off like the shields to a place that's like mining lava it's like why is this an option you know yeah. like, <laughs> maybe it's so you no one gets the the secrets or the data. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, maybe I don't know. But they they had like one of those like center uh, things that like Obi Wan climbed on to disable yeah. the, the the tractor mm-hmm. beam from A New Hope, and uh, blue guy they make blue What's guy hell, get yeah. on it again. They're like, well, I'll take off like uh, I don't know about thirty. Me.
0: I think he said thirty years. Yeah, he's like, all
1: right, thirty. So like it's like he's taking off a little bit less and less each time. He's like, I've already got him inside. You know, yeah. <laughs> like. He's like, all right, climb. And he's like, there's no guardrail, which is something I thought too when yeah. Obi Wan was going around. I was like, if the guys want to do maintenance on here, they just have to like cling to the side.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you have to go pull one of those levers, you got to like inch your way and like.
1: <laughs> you can't access it from the front. Yeah. <laughs> i don't know maybe they have
0: droids do it usually i don't know maybe yeah i feel like you could come up with an explanation for that i guess but yeah you're right it's kind
1: of it's funny that they acknowledge it though
0: yeah it is they they're just acknowledging all of the things that people the little complaints people have yeah it's good it's it's still
1: it doesn't break the fourth wall too much i don't think no i don't think so um so they turn off the lava regulator and it starts to boil up and they're like all right let's get the heck out of here and they're heading out and they're these they they run into stormtroopers so they have to shoot up the place and then yeah pretty cool yeah it was pretty sweet uh action they have and then they end up getting to a room though where there's these two Mm. guys who aren't in stormtrooper uniform they're wearing the same kind of attire the guy from season one was wearing yeah and we we thought he was a cloner is what we kind of got
0: because he he had a similar logo to the camino logo that uh, the clones were wearing yeah um in episode two Attack the clones! Attack of the clones! Now somebody did a side by side, and now it's not an exact logo, but it's it's very reminiscent. I mean, it's got like one line and a small line, like kind of like an eye or something, mm. letter I or something, like one long line. Well, it's it, the it Empire though, now
1: too, right? So like, yeah, they might have just changed it up, you know? Yeah, way. but it
0: looks very similar to the Camino logo, which were the Cloners. And these guys, like, as soon as um, they come in, as Mando and the crew come in, they like shoot up the, the console so they don't get the info.
1: Yeah, they don't even f- try and shoot them first; they shoot the computer first. Mm-hmm. And of course, like Mando and them are like, "Well, just shoot them." <laughs> yeah, they just
0: shoot them real quick, no problem. Um, and they come into this room, and A bunch of blue tanks. There's like blue tanks with creatures floating in them. And they're kind of weirded out by this. Like, hold on, we need to we need to figure out what's going on here. So they have Smithral go and do what he does on the computer system, try to figure it out, try to hack his way in there. Meanwhile, they do a zoom, a close up on this tank. Okay, uh, we don't know for sure who it is, but it looks very reminiscent this creature of Snoke.
1: Mm it was some sort of
0: weird deformed
1: creature like so if you
0: if you pause it and do a zoom in the creature does have a scar like on his head and like you can just make out a little small ear over here and then a very kind of decrepit body
1: and so I was wondering wondering, is this Snoke or a clone
0: of Snoke or or Sidious because apparently the
1: novelized version of Rise of Skywalker Sidious is a clone of the original Sidious right which i don't know if that makes it better or worse but it's I, not I good <laughs> i don't know um
0: yeah i'm not sure because anyway they basically get this transmission from the guy from season one
1: the cloner and wor- working on baby yoda he's working when, on baby yoda when uh, mando comes in and decides to save the child mm-hmm And he gives a little explanation. I
0: guess he's talking to Grandma uh, Grandma Gideon (laughs) about um, how they actually had good results in one of the clones for like a night, but then it was bad after that. Um, And it's just not as simple, you know. So it sounds like they're trying to take the blood of a Force-sensitive being and inject it into one of these clones.
1: yeah i think they said we need more compound m or mm-hmm. something
0: which is like
1: that well which we think is metachlorians, metachlorians right we need more compound m because metachlorians if you remember some people didn't like this <laughs> i kind of don't like it either when yeah. Qui-Gon took uh, Anakin's blood sample you know, he's like his Metachlorion count is off the chart <laughs> you know like it was like a dragon ball z thing and it was like yeah. what like the forces everyone has the force it's just some people are able to tap into it more you know so I don't know I'm I'm kind of yeah. feeling a little iffy about this and then the clones I'm just uh, well we, but,
0: we end up finding out that Snoke was a, actually a clone yeah we also um, found in Raza
1: Skywalker you know yeah, they had like a whole tank of Snokes yeah just that's why I think just might,
0: this could be Snoke in this tank this could be just one of those versions of Snoke that they're just trying experiments on yeah Look up, this, look up the look up the the image again because he does have a pretty significant like mm. indent in his head.
1: Yeah, I just couldn't tell though if like the cloning had failed or what was going on though because it was it was it like sounds all like it had failed. It, it sounded like
0: um, the experiment had failed. Like it had worked a little bit, then it failed. But he basically says in this transmission, like we know, like we don't have enough compound M. We need more, and the only way to do that is to get. Our donor again the donor being the child because he said maybe you would only take a certain amount the first time they got him because otherwise it would have killed baby yoda
1: yeah we can't take too much blood out of something this big mm-hmm. so
0: know. this answers our question what the heck were they doing with him in season one when they had him? yeah they were taking we were like blood yeah, we were taking his blood we thought they were trying to clone him or something because he had the cloner stuff so or but was no he's he
1: clone is what we were wondering. Was he apparently a he's just a child who's force sensitive and they're like let's get that force goodie out of him and put it into um, our stuff. Yeah. Um does and this yeah, so this could tie in yeah. Snoke, this
0: could tie in Sidious. Um, I think it does, you know, and I think this is kind of like we're getting into some of the the theory of why and how Sidious was able to come back and how Snoke was anything at all, you know? Mm-hmm. i think mandalorian might help explain exactly how these cloning processes worked and we got a lot of answers this
1: episode yeah i, I don't know how i i don't know so how i feel about that end of it because i like to regard the sequel trilogy as fan fiction for me because <laughs> it, it kind of like i said it disregards or it kind of uh delegitimizes vader and luke's their whole no awesome story arc about and then they, how they overcame evil and they killed Sidious. And, um, but then they're like, no, let's bring him back and let's have him shoot God lightning up into the sky. And he can raise any amount of ships from the ground. And, you know, just, oh my God. I, <sighs> yeah, I get you, man. I, I, so I was really hoping, I was just like, oh man, like, I hope we're not tying into that. Well, I think
0: we are, but I'm hoping it's in a way that's going to make it a little bit more believable. Yeah, maybe. So, a little bit of like Star Wars lore is like the the concept of trying to inject like the force sensitive blood into another being is not necessarily brand new. Yeah, uh, apparently, dyas tried to do it with Grievous. Oh, uh, in one of the Star Wars legend stories, and it just totally didn't work. Like, he didn't. Grievous didn't get any force sensitive powers from it but, but yes it's,
1: but there's other examples though too outside there's, that and
0: i think there's some other examples outside that um of trying to clone force sensitive mm-hmm. beings and or trying to make beings force sensitive
1: who are not born force sensitive mm-hmm. you know yeah another thing so, though, too yeah. which which i would be okay is if they went down this route because then it's not gonna make me feel like I'm tying into the sequel trilogy or shit on the original trilogy is um, we see at the end Moff Gideon is there and he hears oh and it turns out the evil mechanic who was a hundred percent evil when we first see him you know he uh, he ended up putting a tracker on Mando's ship and so that's obviously gonna lead to some problems they're definitely gonna find him and the child at some point here yeah and he's like all right awesome evil and he's he's just standing in this this line and we, we pan out and there's all these like black suited things or i don't know if they're armor pieces if they're droids what like, they look like dark show... troopers to me yeah it looked like like the dark troopers like we see mando fight at the end of season one or like in they, they, one.
0: they showed them in such a way that it should be like that much more intimidating now
1: mm-hmm
0: that's what I was like. Are these gonna be force sensitive? That's like, the other thing. Troops? Are they trying? Are they trying to make them force sensitive through this weird injection process that they've been trying to master?
1: Are they basically the trying to make like an army of Sith? You know, they they wouldn't be Sith at this point. You know, um, they'd be whatever evil Snoke is. Yeah, and, and also we saw uh, Gideon had a Star Destroyer, which we know the First oh. Order. comes back so obviously this seems to me like we're definitely gonna get into how these Empire remnants turn into First Order. I love this though.
0: I like to see how these residual followers of the Empire because that was one thing when in in Rise of Skywalker when they say oh yeah because Sidious has all these followers still.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: I was like well where the heck have they been? like you know what I mean? and he has this whole army of like, I don't know how many Star Destroyers they have, and every one of them's filled with people. And it's just like, how many they have so many followers? But he like he's still a lot of people still believe in the Empire's cause. And um That's we get to I see like this kind of general. It. Yeah, we kind of we kind of see this general at the end um on the Star Destroyer. And it's kind of a cool new one. Mm-hmm. It's got like uh you got the normal Star Destroyer in the front, then it kind of indents, and then you got like another kind of back part it was was a really cool looking one I like that they had like a new style Um, but uh, this I think was a it was a woman uh, and she was kind of wearing sort of in between first order outfit slash Empire it was like sort of a mix of the style of their uniforms yeah yeah which is just kind of showing bridging the gap between somebody who is with the Empire And is now becoming First Order you know Mm -hmm. so I like to see this kind of organic change from Empire to First Order
1: here in the Mandalorian. yeah because that's that's another complaint too I guess I had with um, even when I first saw Force Awakens which I liked Force Awakens when I first saw it. yeah I did too. I was just like well, where did this First Order come from? like we had we ended the Empire there was a new Republic and then all of a sudden first order yeah so what did we do at the end of the first war you know what i mean
0: i feel like in the in the um original trilogy we never really get to see the other side of it as far as like a civilian aspect or um we just don't get to see the empire side of it a lot yeah people who are stormtroopers on that side like or even generals what like we only get to see kind of how they get out of it yeah what they get out of it and like where their families are, if they have families on some other planets, maybe they have like a really good life, and mm-hmm. that's what I liked in season one of the Mandalorian. Is that,
1: um, what's his name? The guy, the they, they don't, they just call him the client. His character yeah, is the client. The but client. It's Werner Hursog. Werner.:
0: Yeah, he um, explains like we were creating stability in the in the galaxy. You know, we were like the first to be able to create the stability and you know, it's infrastructure. Like and now it's chaotic, like because we're not there. So there is a, de- a different point of view, um, and I can and we don't we don't understand. see that. Yeah. So it's kind of cool that Mandalorian has given us that point of view, mm-hmm. giving us that the reason why people still follow, and might form the first order, for the sequel trilogy. Mm-hmm. Um, that's a little bit more believable than just these people appearing out of nowhere out of pure evil. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah. Yeah. It definitely. Um, it it's it. I really like how they're handling it um and you know i i really hope i i don't want to see like a clone of Sidious or even Snoke pop up through this i wouldn't be surprised if they pop up Snoke maybe that was like their plan all along they're like well Snoke's gonna get wasted but well he'll show up in one of our Disney plus series you know maybe people will like him then i still i'm just like we gotta so, make the movie solid before so, we fill out the shows yeah but five ten years later you know what i mean
0: yeah, but the movies are done, man. So I don't know. Yeah. They got to work with what they got, you know? Exactly. So here's the other thing. Here's another crazy theory is that if they are using a Force-sensitive blood to create, whether it's these dark troopers or other clones trying to make them Force-sensitive, there's a theory that maybe they have ta- been able to harvest some blood from Luke Skywalker's hand that um,
1: got chopped, chopped off
0: in Empire Strikes Back if that theory that would be kind of a cool thing if they are going that route
1: Hmm. you know yeah
0: otherwise it's just a waste of a hand you know otherwise (laughs) there's just a hand floating out in space somewhere you know like uh there's some good force sensitive blood in that hand
1: (laughs) gotta gotta use everything as long as
0: he didn't have carpal tunnel then there's probably not enough blood to just think if he did you know
1: <laughs> and he was just like ah like that scream he has like yeah. that was like a relief like "Ah!" Yeah. <sighs> oh, it ah. feels better <laughs> <Ooh>. oh.
0: <laughs> my robot hand's going to feel so much better than oh that oh my
1: god i can't <laughs> wait for a robot hand it's you don't get to just have a, an elective robot hand surgery it has to well be you, do, you have to somatic. go
0: to you have to go to physical therapy first yeah it was, it's a pain in the butt because then you have to wait a month to get scheduled for the physical therapy you got to go there for six to eight weeks and then, and then you can have to schedule out surgery, I don't know, six months later. I mean, it's just, it is just a mess. And if and you there's a whole you, screening process too. It's a whole that. screening, especially with COVID now, like the times are, it, it's a mess. And if you have a job where you have to type, you have to type and you can't work. That's, uh, that's just prolonging it. It's prolonging it. So going and getting into a battle where it gets <laughs> accidentally cut off. I mean, and then they have to give you a new hand, you know, Luke Skywalker's no dummy. okay (laughs) he's still dumb he goes back into the office (laughs) (laughs) the only reason i decided to leave tatooine (laughs) it's hard to pick up power converters when my uh all
1: right
0: that was dumb uh Where, where, where were we, where were we? <laughs> so anyway the the clone thing is pretty i love that it's getting into this lore we can start developing theories we can start talking theories which is exciting yes is it kind of going to the theories we don't like when rise of skywalker whatever i just some of my favorite parts of star wars is just making up theories about what's going to happen yeah and absolutely. that's what i love so i'm excited that they went that direction they got to escape this place now And as they're leaving, they're getting confronted by stormtroopers left and right. And as they kind of get to the docking bay, they had noticed one of those, I don't know what the name for it is.
1: It's like a transport. This transport,
0: but it's like an armored transport. Yeah. Yeah. It's got some pretty big guns on it. And um, they
1: are having trouble
0: getting it. Cara Dune takes one for the team and goes over and
1: and gets this thing. Um, So she just drives it and she tries to like drive it back into the the building yeah because this is not
0: this is not a ship Mm -mm. this is more of a speeder like a hover kind of thing so
1: you can't fly in the air it has to be like i always wondered like if you because i mean we saw with the pod racer in episode one that like even though they float off the ground like you still land eventually but i always wondered like do speeder bikes do like do other speeders how do they work like do they work like ships if you fly up high enough? Like, I don't know. think so, yeah. Oh. So
0: it kind of answered that, which was kind of cool. cool. That
1: was cool. These little details, man, for a Star Wars fan, it really gets me it going. It does, man, it does. So, let flesh it out. And these are questions I had when I was a kid. When I was a little kid, yes. I was wondering these things. Yes.
0: So yeah, she tries to drive back through, but the doors close. Um, and so she's got to drive off the cliff. And they're like, are you crazy? This thing doesn't fly, you know what I mean? <laughs> and uh, they, she just does it and they land on the dude's ship at the
1: bottom and he's like
0: was that my speeder?
1: (laughs) Um, and And all the like the the scout troopers get on speeder bikes and like go flying down the cliff too. don't even
0: get me started.
1: that was even oh, get me started. but then but then they messed it up they look so cool they and then they're so like there's cool. some rocks bam three of them die
0: hey that was realistic though that was like um, <laughs> that would
1: happen you know what i mean yeah, like they were in a like, rush. Sweet they felt like they probably heard like the the valkyrie song in their head like da uh,
0: they heard like da da something
1: oh yeah they definitely heard some john williams going take back they had john williams going
0: yeah and they just like there's like a narrow rock Jaggy it's like when we tried to like hit each other
1: <laughs> When two like when we would try to go to class two people wide. oh Steve and I always used to do this
0: and I, I don't think anybody ever...
1: no one ever appreciated it. nobody ever appreciated it. it. but we'd it's always, the like, things.
0: we would always go into class and try to walk through the door at the same time and like not be able to fit through. we get stuck together. and we get stuck in the door and the people behind us trying to get in would be
1: like... <laughs> <"Yeah."> <laughs> was, I think just the people behind us hated us. <laughs>
0: and we'd be like we'd like back up out of the doorway and like try again and get stuck (laughs) again
1: (laughs) that's what the stormtroopers were like they're like oh this will be funny right bob like (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah but when you're
0: going at high speeds like that mm -mm. but they're going down this like this steep cliff man and they're just got this like this hovering effect on the rocks that they're going down so they're not you know it's not a safe ride they got to kind of go in between these rocks they can't just fly over them and it looked visually visually was outstanding oh my god some of the sweet. best in the mandalorian yet i gotta say
1: i it it was movie quality um it was sweet it was amazing it was so fun too i mean and then they they chased the ship uh grief and then they end up like shooting the uh he gets yeah. on the guns he shoots some of them Kara runs one into the wall yeah it was great laughs. it was sweet and then and then they I get this like him. sequence
0: well they get this sequence where like this gun is limited okay it can't he can't figure out how to turn it all the way around yeah he's still not used to using it and so he's kind of only been able to go like here to here in front of him mm-hmm. and so these stormtroopers go to the side out of his view and he still hasn't figured out how to turn the thing around. Smash one into the rocks. The other guy climbs onto the ship. Is about to throw a grenade down in it, and he finally like turns around just in time and blows,
1: blows him up. Blows that dude up, man. That, was, that great. was sweet. This was so sweet. Like it just felt. It felt like classic Star Wars without mm-hmm. feeling like it was too forced or referential. Like how like that that one call in last episode where the guy was like close all the doors close all the doors yeah. i was like oh my god but like it just felt so cool and then like tie fighters come and they have just a perfect sound and, and they're in
0: this trench man yeah and the and tie fighters trench. are like trying to like fit into this trench they're going like single file in man oh so and grief cool. can't
1: hit him he's just like hitting the, the cliffs yeah you know what i mean like that yeah. just looks sweet too and, yeah uh,
0: And you can just tell how powerful these tie fighter blasters are Mm-hmm. Like that's gonna that's gonna hurt if they get hit. Yeah, and um,
1: they do eventually. They lose the gun. Yeah, they lose and, the gun. But then Mando comes flying
0: in, <sighs> and the oh man, it was pretty. It was a pretty cool entrance. Oh
1: my god! It was
0: by crazy. the way, by the way, we didn't even talk about how um, Mando had to jet out of there when they found out that Baby Yoda was the target that they need to get the child again mm-hmm. and in my head i was thinking that baby Yoda already got taken by that
1: yeah mechanic dude turns out no um i was it was pretty uprising. sweet how practical that was he was like yeah oh like they're gonna want to go get him like i better go there now like i'm not gonna wait yeah. and do all this everyone hunting.
0: understood everyone understood like yeah use your jet and go you know yeah <laughs> and he does and baby yoda's in there with him and they're spinning <laughs> around and he's he just takes out these, these TIE fighters so easy, man. He's so good.
1: I love Baby Yoda to just go like, woo! <laughs> just laughs. He
0: loves it when Mando kills people. He's like,
1: lo- yeah, dad, kill someone. Yeah, yeah. woo And then he throws up from the spinning around too much. Yeah. yeah. it's was funny. Yeah. All those um, macaroons he's been cramming down for like hours at this point, probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, so Mando saves the day. Mando has a great day. Mando
0: has a great day. Mm-hmm. And, um they go back and again we um, well Mando we sh- just leaves oh no, he man. just leaves he just leaves
1: yeah and um, uh, he's like hey thanks guys like I'll see you later um, it's funny
0: to me the guy put the tracking beacon on but he does fix his ship to 100% <laughs> 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 he's, he's his best guy
1: he's- yeah he's the best guy he has a job he has two jobs to do <laughs> he's like i don't want to ruin my integrity like i want to be known as grief's best guy still i still you know? want to be the best guy <laughs> you know <laughs> but serve the empire people but, yeah yeah exactly i'm gonna do that <laughs> that was funny so yeah, that's when he- we saw the whole thing at the end when he's like he, he they get a communication from that guy they talk to the first order slash empire woman officer and then she goes to Moff Gideon, <laughs> Moff Gideon's just back there, just <laughs> yeah. Um,
0: yeah. He's just looking mean.
1: Yeah, Woo, he's looking mean. But back on, what's the planet's name again? I keep forgetting Navarro. Back on Navarro though, we they they roll into town. They're good, uh, and that one Republic uh, fighter we saw before. See Captain Carson Tiva, played mm-hmm. by paul shun hugh lee i might have said that wrong but uh that's who he plays though he shows up and he's interrogating grief uh karga about oh we saw mando's ship and he's like nah like like nah. You know,
0: ships come in here and those computers yes. are wrong all the computer time computer
1: chips and such we don't know about that we don't around know here. really him yeah We don't know and he's like and I, well, and this new republic guy i mean he's no dummy he's yeah He's like, well, we need to. We're trying to figure out what's going on around here. You know, st- something's definitely going on, and um, and then he runs into Cara Dune on the way out. Yeah. He's like, hey, like, can we have you back? We know, you know, I was in the fight, you know, outside of Alderaan too. Like, I'm like, I feel bad, like you, you know, like you should come join us. And he like leaves behind. I don't know if it was a medal or if it was just like the insignia or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's kind of like is she gonna rejoin with the new republic then at that point or or she kind of moving on her own way now you know she yeah doing that but well i i wonder though like is this is this cop just trying to track down Jin again which i'm just like why you know you let him go before why are you why are you tracking him down you well, know? he's
0: probably i mean i'm sure or he is he had... just trying to
1: connect the dots between him and what he thinks is the empire because what I we hear he's too, trying to connect the, i mean
0: obviously he's probably investigating this huge explosion too on this planet well yeah you know? that, too. that like,
1: too
0: um yeah i think he's just trying to figure out what's going on you know yeah i feel like he realizes there's something going on that's outside of the republic's control right now
1: mm. he doesn't know what it is and they mentioned that you know grief says earlier in this episode when he's first shown around the town he's just like oh you ran in new republic guys like why are they even trying to police the outer yeah. rim which is the area they're in like the out outside right. far away from the core like coruscant planets in the galaxy he's like why Why do they even try like the empire couldn't police us out here you know why are they trying right and so now new so that kind of like at the time i thought it was just another jab at the new republic but now to me it seems like what we're learning here is now that this empire slash first order you know these empire eminent remnants um maybe this is like how logically they were able to develop they're out in these outer rim worlds the new republic is trying to restore order just to the core worlds right now right meanwhile empire is just growing outside of everyone's knowledge out into the outer rim you know so I was like, "That's pretty sweet. That's pretty cool." Yeah, it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool. This episode brought a lot of kind of
0: stuff that gets your mind going, mm-hmm. you know, and, and a lot to think about
1: for us diehard Star Wars fans. Yeah, it was written by Jon Favreau. So pretty much anytime you see something, I think is written by Jon Favreau, I think that's like the main Mandalorian plot line is what it's going to be. Is you know mm-hmm. the the Empire you know baby yoda stuff like that and i think dave yeah. loney is going to be more of like the referential guys or the 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 even like the clone war stuff or tying in with that stuff yeah or the uh, you know the other extended universe character people so i that's that's pretty cool we got some mandalorian culture stuff in the last episode to help push the plots and ahsoka and the jedi and now we're getting the empire and that stuff in this one getting all these questions
0: answered here in those last couple episodes i think we can look forward to an epic i'm getting my hopes up but i think we can look forward to an epic episode coming up with ahsoka tano yeah i hope i mean dave filoni
1: goes all out so i can't wait to watch this after after having a nice big thanksgiving dinner too the day before you know what i mean just sitting down watching some mando oh man I'm psyched I'm, I'm psyched I'm psyched
0: man um, otherwise please you know I hope you're enjoying these talks uh, on, on the Mandalorian I'll check out our other Star Wars talks if you're into it um, we'll continue covering these week by week I'm gonna sneeze <laughs> <laughs> and please subscribe and if you like what you see leave a like um, and tell us what you thought of this, this episode and what you think tell us your theories what do you think's gonna happen this is the way? This is this, this is the way.
1: Down.